When it comes to hunting boots, how many pairs does one man need? Well, how many seasons are there? Turkey season? Deer season? Duck season? Dove season? Honey, how many pairs of boots does one man need? At least one more pair. For just about everything for hunting, go to MidwayUSA.com. I'm Larry Potterfield with Midway USA. Thanks for your business. Hunting is not easy. It never has been. It takes dedication, motivation, a lot of patience, and quality gear. If you manage a food plot, put up stands, or need just one more game camera, we can help at MidwayUSA.com. We opened our doors in 1977 and continue to put customers first by offering super fast, same-day shipping. For just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. Welcome to the Northern Outcast Outdoors Podcast, The Outcast, powered by ANF Custom Calls, veteran innovative products. No. Do it. Do your sponsors. We're going back to the sponsors again, Chuck. Season Epis- two. How many episodes did we have in season one? I think nine. Nine or ten. We're not quite to 20 yet. No. But we're getting there. So we had a little pizza intermission. Pizza Delicious. Marshall Annie's low-key gem. Anywho. Talk about the sponsors again since we're going to post this separately. <laughs> we posted uh, ten episodes season okay. one. Okay. So let's just like make it, you know, quick and dirty like we did in the first one. Back. You want to thank the sponsors, in? man. You got to thank the partners. We do. we can't call them sponsors. They're our partners. They're our friends. It's a family. NF Custom Calls, Kyle Allen. That's our dude. Greatest custom turkey calls this mm. side of the Mississippi. We've used those calls how many states now? Ooh, five, four, five, probably five. Successfully, I've killed a lot of birds with his call in my mouth. Put it that way. Same. A lot of birds. VIP Broadheads, Matt Futere. Yes, sir. That's our dude. Also. Hey, by the way, did you know he now does inserts and non-glue inserts, mind you, and fill tips? Yes. Non-glue That's spicy inserts because the epoxy thing's kind of a... It's kind of a pain in the dick, and it's it? terrible, actually. Yeah. So, what's nice about his is if you want to run a heavier setup for elk and you want to run a lighter setup for deer, you can buy both, and then all you do is literally screw your broadhead out and pull them right out, and then put the other one in, screw your broadhead in, boom, you're That's done. absolutely spicy. Yeah. Our dude out in Washington fighting the good fight, Spencer. God bless him. My boy's seen some shit out there. Yeah. Off-grid food company. <laughs> Give my boy a like on Instagram. Check him out. They're coming back. Thank God they're coming back. Best food. Yeah. If there's any state that has hurt their people worse in this pandemic era, it's the last week really they close. just put a magazine ban on their weapons. Different podcast, but anyway, Washington. <laughs> Let's not get the past that one. Off Grid Food Co. And last but not least, our newest and the key member of this conglomerate for this episode, Citizens Hunt Co. We got the hats on right now. I got one on. Just chuck it. You got one. He got one on now. <laughs> he has one There's on. one there. He's got Kyle's one on there. We all got one on. I mean, everybody so, but Kyle, pretty everyone much. Everyone but me, because I got a little head. Yeah, anywho. We're getting there. We're going to work on it. Brandon Bostner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Citizens Hunko, our new hat, question mark, new apparel sponsor? Yes. Yes? New yes. apparel sponsor. <laughs> anywho. Let's we'll just right, say we got right, some hats right. coming his way as <clears throat> soon as they get to my hands. So, very convenient segue into this the citizens hunt hey we met you guys what a week ago like a week ago yeah we just 
beside each other. Laurel Sports Inside Out, and just kind of worked out perfectly. We do be vibing. Yeah. We be vibing. We be vibing right now. It was actually a good event, man. We were back and forth, getting people over to our little corner. We kind of stole the show in that entire room. Yeah, I kind of feel bad for everybody else, to be honest with you. I don't, because they weren't putting in the effort we were putting in. No. No. Facts. Got to put the effort in. I mean, out of the entire, I shouldn't say the entire, but the, the majority of the area, we were the youngest, not youngest, but like... Probably the youngest. Probably the youngest. Youngest, mm-hmm. loudest, most interactive. Right. We had guys on the outside. We had guys behind. We had, you know, constantly yep. people pulling in. Yep. You know, come check out the giveaways. One thing, that's how you get people in. But yeah. if you're just going to sit behind your table the whole time and play and turkey you're calls. interact with people. Yeah. You're, you're not, not going to get you know, anywhere. Yeah. You're not going right. to get people to come check you out. Even the people right. that were pretty standoff and the the ones that stood like they walked in the middle standoffish right yeah. they walked yeah. through and they just kind of yeah. look from a distance like, don't look at me i'm gonna mm-hmm. kind of check you out of yeah. my eye yeah yep. meanwhile this guy forgets the banner forgets the backdrops everything right yeah. everything's yeah. forgot it all right so the nice part about that was people actually had to come over to our booth I mean, just I to figure out what the fuck yeah, we were doing what 40 inch about? tv to freaking yeah. player video i mean for those who don't know too we were at a trade trade show yeah, you outdoor show. Yeah, outdoor show. Trying to right. get some youth involved. Yeah. 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 Youth and But I mean we did speak to the younger kids though. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. we were you know, that's who we mm-hmm. primarily attracted. You know, we want you yeah. to watch our YouTube and, you know, check out our social media and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's who we're gonna like go to. Not the Yeah, this is a portion of Pennsylvania where and there's nothing against these guys. But they're yeah. your ladder stand hunting guys, box yep. blind guys that are just like they don't have a YouTube. They don't have Facebook. They don't, they don't know have what YouTube Instagram. is. <laughs> right. They don't know anything about yeah, that kind of stuff. They're still mid-90s and they're yeah. not going to change. And they're stuck in their way and that's fine because there's a place for those people in yes. our state. That's what built the foundation of our hunting culture. So mm. in all reality, you need them. And I love seeing them there because some of the older guys would stop over and talk to us. Yes. Oh, and yeah. I'll be honest with you, some of the older dudes got the best stories. Yep. Oh, straight sure. up. Yeah. Yeah. That one guy was a little wild, but other than him, everything the was good. The dude with the freaking scallop. <laughs> they- <laughs> He's probably listening. I'm going to shut up. Scallop, yeah. <laughs> guy licked Everybody knife. here knows who I'm talking about. Yeah. Anywho. That guy licked the knife. Born in 04. He, he That's looked- not a knife. This <laughs> is a knife. He looked like a less zitty version of the main bad guy from Dennis the Menace. Mm. Nice reference. <laughs> nice. Bomb. That was beautiful. Yeah. With like less skin blemishes. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> that yeah, that's what those old guys like to see. They like that see the younger guys ecstatic in the, the outdoors and stuff like that. Yeah. Gets yeah. them over to the booth. We did get one guy. The guy that won it, he had a his daughter I think was there with him. She kid. put in some kid. Child. Yeah. yeah his Offspring. child that he was watching. So, uh, they ended up winning. It was funny. I called him, and the game. it was clearly a guy's name on there. And I called, and some girl answered. And I was like, "Um, uh, you won the giveaway? <laughs> oh, okay. We just left, so they came back, and then a dude walked in, and he called, and then it was a guy's voice. I was like, "He was Are not you watching me? He was definitely not. Entertained. He had no clue what he won. He didn't even know where we were. Yeah. yeah. I said we were the ones with the fishing pole. He's like, "Oh, okay." And then he found us, but it was pretty cool. We brought him over to our booth, though. That guy would have never won. Had we not been so yeah. interactive, like, yeah. hey, get your ass over here and sign right. up. You know, I was actually trying to pull most of the people away from citizens over here because yeah. they were taking and a lot you, of the I action. I think you did. 
yeah. succeed. In yeah, the, yeah in but that. there's a lot of people that who like to hang out, like you said, like ten yeah. feet away, kind of like scope yeah. it out from like, a distance. Let me see what my buddy does. If and he then doesn't if, get murdered, I might go up. <laughs> yeah, but you know, if you reach out, you can clearly see they're interested. You just got to kind of reel them in a little bit. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. Say you hey, like we got free stickers. free stickers, right? 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 I'm <laughs> gonna put this on a couple light posts for yeah, us or something right. like it that. Was mailbox. At least we didn't Funny, have a van behind us. You know, we yeah. did good because of that. But Shevitz, the well, Ryan Shevitz, the guy that's like the president of their like high school club or whatever, the one that like puts us on, he uh, came up to us as soon as we were like kind of like loading our stuff in. And we had two tables, which we only asked for one, I think. But we he's did, like, yeah. "Hey, you guys need two tables?" And we're like, "Huh?" It's like, "Well, I didn't know we had two. And he's like, "Would you need two? He's like, "I mean, not really. I don't think." And he's like, "Well, these other guys are like here, or whatever." And I was like. Whatever, you know. Yeah. These are, these other guys they, are here. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I was like, I was like, whatever. And know? then they so, come in with a giant tree stump. And yeah, I'm like, what the fuck yeah, is going on? And I was like, this, we're here, guys. We're here. Yeah, so I was like, yeah. okay, cool. They're, they're yeah, flexing on us with the tree yeah. stump, though. Right? But we, we, like, ended up, like, making quick quick friends. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. Which is oh, yeah. yeah. Kind of very ironic, to right be completely away. honest. And we ended up going out for drinks after and shit. And It was actually a very good night. To be a little bit more serious you know sportsman's night out it's held at laurel yeah high school annually was it the last friday every february, february yeah every year i mean it's been forever forever right mm-hmm. since and i was a little kid going yeah. there sure but it's been a stable know, thing. like you can remember you know going back there you know even four or five years ago shoulder to shoulder you know going oh, through yeah. the hallways exhibits everywhere you know you know all the classrooms mm-hmm. had their own videos whether you're into archery whether into muzzle loading or black powder yeah waterfowl yeah, yeah they even sell turtle soup there you know what turtle soup oh, yeah. there's, there's turtle soup there soup. son of a bitch yep. yeah, you missed out you missed out yeah because Bigfoot. we're stuck at the booth all day yeah bigfoot yeah. sells turtle soup but what you saw what you saw this year it's kind of sad you know it is a little bit yeah, <laughs> it's a little really bit sad fair. you know you used yeah. to have to park at the fairgrounds when you went in compared to now, the last time we were there it was probably, it was what do you think, like a third of the less? Well, but here's it. the yeah. thing. You just never know being in that little room. But if you're saying it, because you were probably across oh, the board. Oh, we grew you up. Around. We were part of this. Yeah, club. we were in the conservation. We were part of the I mean, like, you were there, you were there yes. this time as yes. like a consumer, you would say, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like a, a visitor. Right. So you've seen the crowd across the board where we just see what comes into our little room over there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all we see. And the numbers through that room were definitely down. Yeah. But if you look at the statistics across the entire nation right now with shows, the numbers are down like 30, 40% right. across right. the board. The only one where I didn't see numbers down was Harrisburg show this year. Mm-hmm. I heard it was, Harrisburg was yeah. absolutely But packed. you wonder Facts. what's the ratio there. You know, is it mm-hmm. younger kids? Yeah. Is it mostly adults? Yeah, it's You tough. know, that's what... In the That's conservation club five five years ago, you would go there. There's kids everywhere. There's kids ecstatic, you know, mm-hmm, kind yeah. of, you know, wanting to hear speakers, wanting to hit all the exhibits and everything. You know, it's a circus of the outdoors for a young kid. You know, growing up, that's what I look forward to, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. But the turnout just hurts. And I think that's yeah. what Citizens Outdoors, we're trying to maybe appeal mm-hmm. You know, you see these fancy hats. Yeah, sure, it's apparel. But in the long run, we're, we're trying to get kids into the outdoors. Yeah. So what's going to bring them in? What's going to show interest? You know, what's going to get them curious? Because they're not turning out. So you need to get them curious before you yeah. can get them interested. Well, that's a really cool that, thing. That's and the that's... hard part. And that's a good question. What can we do 
to bring kids into it again. Yeah. Cause we're kind of mm-hmm. the, not the middle ground, but the next up to teach, you know, the lower ages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I know myself personally, I've been involved with the NWTF to like do their junior hunt with them. Chucky is always mm-hmm. mentoring a junior mm-hmm. hunt. Joey does, you know, we do our, we do two. Hunt, we, I, yeah. I know in the last episode we said we did an annual hunt, but we do two annual hunts. We always yeah. bring the kids out mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And it's kind of that thing where it's like, you know, everybody had this like catalyst that brought them to hunting. Yeah. And, you know, you try to bring that up because now it's, you know, you don't necessarily have that uncle that, you know, mm-hmm. wants to take you or that grandpa that has that knowledge. Right. To right. Yeah. It's down. Yes. It's like, yeah. Yeah. it's us. Yeah. It's literally mm-hmm. us, you know, and it's, yeah, we have the ability to put on, you know, YouTube or mm-hmm. any of the yeah. other things. Like, which hey, is a way to relate to the which youth. It's crazy how much it's social it, yeah. media can reach yes. people it's in this current, scary. Era, current It's age scary, now. to be honest yeah. with you, because yeah. if you think back to when we were 12, 13. It was our parents and our grandparents. And that yeah, was we just want to do it because our grandpa mm-hmm. did it. We yeah. thought that was badass. You had these guns and did all this crazy shit, you know. Well, right. Yeah. yeah. Like, like I remember when I was a kid. My father would leave for first day is before oh, yeah. I was of age to be able to go out. See, when you say first day, <laughs> we all know that you're talking about rifle. Yeah. yeah. First, first day, day PA mm-hmm. rifle. Let's freaking go. Right. Most people don't understand what they that means. Yeah, so, you know that. what I mean? Like, yeah. our genera- that's another thing. Our generation yeah. gets that. It was know? like yeah. one off the war. Like, your parents were like, yep, I'll see you a couple days. Yep. I'm going right. out. Yep. 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 Right? Yeah. So, first day of deer season, it's like my dad would go out. I would... A little too young, wasn't able to go out, but I stood by that door all day. I waited for him to come home yeah. early because if he came home early, it was game time. If he came home early, I knew there was a deer in that yep. trunk. You that know? was crazy because I we used to wait for the uh, toll free code. Like the, the, there was no reception where they used to go. You'd have to literally find a phone somewhere. Like back then, there were no phones. Really, yeah, when I was, was young, young phones, before right? I started hunting. Mm-hmm. There were no phones. He'd have to find a toll booth somewhere or a phone, yeah. pay phone, just to call home. And say what was going on, and typically we didn't get the call. To be honest, it was just the weekend, and they were <laughs> yeah, gone. Most of the time, yeah, you'll come home. You'll know when I get home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But you know that—that's for kids. Time. Kids might not have that mentor. You know, maybe their dad's not into hunting, but maybe yeah. they're a little bit curious about it. Yeah, YouTube is where they go. It's like, oh, let's see what these yeah. guys are doing. Yeah. You know, it's. Just- I mean, that's the whole reason why. Like a lot of the big reason why Justin and I started. Citizens Hunting Company is because we started a nonprofit before this, Limitless Outdoors. And when that that whole thing was to get like youth who basically don't have anybody to take them outside, to take them in the woods, to go hunting. If they don't have that opportunity, we wanted to be that, you know, yeah. get them outside, get That's them out awesome. hunting. So we started a nonprofit like Limitless Outdoors and we decided, you know what? I'm not sure how to get the funding for Limitless Outdoors. So we decided to do a Citizens Hunting Company for like the apparel side of it to like make money to sponsor getting youth you know outside and in, in the hunting community like anyone who doesn't have it doesn't matter if you have like a disability or if you just don't have a single mother who doesn't know how to take you hunting doesn't matter just getting kids in the outdoors is what we wanted to do that's so badass though. yeah seriously that really is i didn't know that personally either so that's really cool to set up the other company to basically fund mm. what you've been trying to do as a goal. Yeah. You're not just out there trying to make money off of making hats and t-shirts. That's no, what I'm trying to get right, at. Like yeah. that's, that's pretty, pretty sweet. Yeah. Like our main goal with Citizens Hunting Company was to sponsor like our nonprofit and get kids in the outdoors. And I think that eventually we'll get there, you know, to where right. we can you do get, what we, we want had to do. kids rolling through the gymnasium and you could tell some of them would just pass right by, but occasionally 
somebody would stop and do a double take. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the kid you could get into hunting. Maybe oh, that's yeah. the kid who's a little bit yeah. curious about it. And yeah, what, I don't want. Yeah, we don't want to twist kids' arm. But mm-hmm. if they have any interest at all, we want to like light that fire and like see what they can do with that. Yeah. And, and see where that goes. The shame of it all is we talked about it and we all mentioned it. When we were younger, we had somebody. We had somebody, yeah. That ingrained it into us without even trying. Mm. Yeah. The problem now is if you have those kids that don't have that figure or that mentor to look into, they're going to get distracted in different ways. And everyone now with technology is already all messed up anyways. But it's harder because like you said, you got to tiptoe sometimes because Mm. these kids, it's not ingrained them. They're not just growing up. Super outdoor enthusiast. Right. No, That's why you're just different. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, I looked forward. Like I begged mm-hmm. my dad to take me. Right. Oh yeah. I, I don't think that's like that anymore. Yeah, it's, it's not. The same way. It's rarely, if it is, it's yeah. rarely. It really is. Mm-hmm. It's a shame because it's like, what do you do? And that's why I think you see a lot more adult hunters now that mm-hmm. are just starting at a later age, like the one behind the camera. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's stoked. From what yeah. I hear, yeah. dude's oh my God. reeled in. Does he have a shirt off right now? Like, I'm pretty sure oh, he's really He's got a turkey tattoo on his left chest. I saw There's more than his shirt coming off. himself the predator, but for yeah. other reasons. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk about that. Yeah, the other problem you face these days, you know, you get a kid interested, you get a kid wanting to go out, and they're going to want success. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, that's yes. off of social media, you know, everything you see is the success, the quote-unquote kill shot, you know? Yeah. Which brings you into the fact is some social media bad for the youth generation? Do they expect yeah. partially? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, goes, it goes both ways, honestly. Right. I mean, showing them that the potential outcome is there for them to have like this incredibly like yeah. badass moment. Yeah, the reward. But the thing, like me and you were but saying, obviously on the, we're on, not we're not hunting on a hunting preserve like these no. outdoor shows are. No, but it goes back to what we were saying on the previous episode: is yeah. you didn't suffer enough. To really appreciate how good of the a good day times, you had, yeah. like you didn't have. Wow, yep. it, it, do I even like? Am I doing this right? Like, am I like? Do I know what I'm doing? Like, is this am I in the wrong spot? Am I like using the wrong stuff to like really appreciate those days where you really you know get some action or or you know God willing to get a kill you know mm-hmm. that you like really come full circle on it that you understand that like and mm-hmm. actually appreciate the end result yeah. and then you really appreciate the work. That you put into this, the work and like, I mean, Chucky busts my balls all the time about this, but like the suffering, the truth. you know, you got to suffer a little bit. You know what I mean? That's like yeah, you, sure. you really, you really got to suffer yeah. a little bit to actually appreciate when shit finally goes down. You know what I mean? When and it finally comes too, around. Like, you've hunted my farm before. <laughs> oh yeah. Turkey season on my farm from the time I was 12 until 20. You sat in the same spot every year. And those turkeys were coming to that spot every year, no matter whether you called or not. And then the last five, six, seven years. See, but that's been a nationwide thing. Turkey population yes, nationwide yes. has been on the decline for A, B, and C. But at the same time, I've worked those, you, you know. Oh, yeah. There was, you guys don't know, three years ago, I hunted 24 of 29 days for turkey. And I got one on the second to last day. Yeah. But I busted my ass. And those years where you have times where nothing goes right, you can't seem to figure anything out. When you finally get that kill, oh god, it's so much it's more, it's so much more appreciated. You almost right. want to like break down and cry yeah. at that point. Like I, I <laughs> straight do. up, I've yeah. listen. 
I will be the first dump. to admit I've straight up cried yeah. after a like a brutal ass year. Yep. Straight up. And and that's the thing that I'm worried about with like the generations using air quotes coming up that like I don't know if they're capable of putting in mm-hmm. that they want commitment. A, yeah. yeah. Like they, they want, want it, it. They want right, right now. They want the result. Like, right. Instant gratification. <laughs> yeah. Instant or gratification. Like, yeah. All right. I got a question yeah. then. So, how do you all feel then about the youth seasons? Because I'm all a, lo- a lot I'm of all times, though, too. the youth seasons offer a lot of success. Over- well, we're talking about turkey right that's, now. That's specifically, turkey. are we talking yeah. about Let's deer? Be anything, Let's specifically though, talk know? about turkey because I feel like yeah. the turkey youth season is probably, if you do it right if, with the if right we're people, speaking. You it, probably have the best odds of killing. If we're that speaking in Pennsylvania, 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 because I have a different yeah. angle for the alleged youth squirrel season. Like, right. but like we'll, not we'll tooting our horns. We'll start with turkey. Not tooting yeah. our horns. When we go out in the youth season, yes, we do good. Yeah, it's yeah. We're, turkeys haven't been worked at all. Yes, they're so also hot as they can be, <laughs> yeah. and they're coming to calls. That, and is, their, that is their prime week yeah. of the year, and yep. we're not chump turkey hunters either when it comes to that. And we're taking kids that. Have never seen the the don't know the don't mm-hmm. know any better. They're relying like, on you to know what you're yeah. doing. Yeah, enough. like we called on a hen last year. And that's all we did, yeah. and their minds were blown. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm I mean, just <sighs> my whole thing is like I'm all for youth seasons. Like Same. I wish Absolutely. I wish we had more days for turkey season. I wish they would give us the Saturday yeah. and Sunday, and even maybe a Monday, like three days of youth. And I know that might hurt turkeys because a lot do die. But again, yeah. at the same time, you not still for, have to right. Though. You still have yeah. to worry about the youth actually making the shot. It's not a given, yeah. even though you call them in. But my whole thing is, you know, that first year I brought my my niece and nephew out. We're walking up to the spot into the field, and there's a coyote howling on one edge of the field. And as he's howling, the gobblers are responding to his howl, like yeah. just bah, bah, oh, yeah, hammering. Yeah. Right? We get set up right on this bird. It is gobbling all morning long, and like we had. Three different birds, and again, if this had not been a youth hunter, all three of those birds would be dead. Yeah. We had one at 10 yards, and the kid, you know, because there was a little bit of brush, he didn't know any better, and he didn't take the shot on a bird that just unfreaking believable setup. But, you know, we didn't get any birds that day. Yeah. And I don't know if they truly appreciated how un- absolutely incredible yeah. that experience yeah, was. Like, go. that Man. entire hunt from... Sun up before sun up till noon. We were out there and just well, Geoff's right. son last year in the mm-hmm. junior yeah. junior rifle season. Yeah, <laughs> literally had a pope. Uh, it it might have been better than a pope. Like young. a one fifties is what he was saying. Put a thirty thirty round right over its back at like twenty uh, yards. No, no, I remember sir. Jeff calling no, me sir. right after that. That was a single shot twenty gauge. I'm slug. sorry, single shot twenty gauge slug or whatever this thing's back yeah. like twenty yards out of a tree stand, and it's like, dude. The first time I shot at a deer, I hit a doe in the hoof with my dad, and he didn't talk to me for a month. Like, <laughs> I missed <laughs> like, my first my first hunt deer, man. I missed like four in a row. Yeah, and like, then shot yeah. one square in the funny head. Funny story just, about that. So first day of first deer, one ever. actually, it was the last Saturday, my first year of deer season. My dad, the whole entire deer season, he walked miles, miles and miles and miles trying to push deer to me. So we get to the last day. And he cuts tracks. He circles out, pushes, doesn't see anything, comes back to me. Well, it turns out he was pushing stuff to me, not knowing it. So he gets back to me. He's like, hey, there's deer coming. I must have, like, bumped him as I was getting back to you. And in my mind, I'm a 12-year-old kid. I was like, I don't have a clear shot. I don't want to wound this deer and, like, 
do something stupid. I didn't take the shot. He was furious. <laughs> he, he was so mad. He was like, are you going to shoot or not? If you're not going to shoot, I'm not going to take you hunting. <laughs> so he circles back out around, pushes these deer back to me. I was like, well, I guess I got to shoot. Yeah. So this buck, all I saw was, at the time, all I saw was antlers and from the front shoulder forward. See, back in the day, though, you could, if it had a horse, well, I was a youth, yeah, I was a youth hunter. It didn't matter. Yeah. I put it right on the shoulder blade, shot. My dad heard the shot, and he was like 500 yards away. Comes running back to me. He's like, did you hit it? I was like, I don't know. I'm, si- I'm, si- I'm sitting up here. I haven't moved yet. I was waiting for you. He probably told you to sit put. Yeah. He was yeah. like, whatever you do, don't move from this don't spot. Move. I will come back to you and get you. Right. So we go walk down the hill, and there's blood everywhere. He was like, you got it. He starts taking off running. I was like, I remember just being the happiest moment for a youth hunter, but. Like you were saying, just to get off on a tangent, but oh yeah, no, yeah. that's what youth you want. They want, no, it is. They yeah. want success. No, but like, yeah, they want success. You wanted your that's old man to be pumped up, yeah. and he was pumped yeah, up. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's what it's all about, right there. But my whole point is, had Joe missed, he'd still be a hunter he is today. He'd still be the hunter he is today. I'd yeah, be a hunter, yes but I would no. be absolutely devastated. Yeah. Listen, I've been crushed. I, I missed deer one and I cried. I was a young yeah. kid. Like I freaking cried because my brother shot it after I missed it and I was pissed. Right. But it we wouldn't have changed me. Generation, that's though. what I that's what I'm trying to get at. We like, did like it just circles back to what we talked about earlier. Like losing was a bigger deal same. for us. Mm-hmm. Losing was a way bigger deal oh, for absolutely. us. Winning was a way bigger deal for us. 100%. Succeeding was a way bigger deal. Straight up. Like if you all these things. Like, working hard was a bigger deal for us. Now, it's like, just go to you get tired. Yeah. It's like, no. If it's 8 like o'clock you, and you're, I and you're ready to go you. in. I mean, I, I work a lot, <laughs> too, but I make fun of him, too, because I'll be like, hey, what are you doing this week? Working. Hey, what are you doing this day? Working. What are you doing mm-hmm. this day? Working. No matter what what day I ask him to do something, he's working. But you it strive is. to, yeah, you're hardworking. And no, it's that's like, what, no, that's it's, what it's about the way now. it is yeah. these days. Yeah, but. it's got to take the time. Oh, we, I mean, we do make the time, but like, thing is, is like, we make the time to put in the miles. If it's time to go, guess what? We're going till the last second. We're going, it's hammer yeah. time. Which when I, it's hammer time. He didn't realize that either. No. When it's time we, to go, dude. We did not we're cameraman pointing to the I camera. Was, I, was hitting, real yeah. quick. I was hitting that yell at 115959. Me and you each other. Let's go. If we got a gobble. We were moving right Go. to it. We, we, we were that on one it. Until, just as we were getting ready to leave, yeah. so we walked down the hill yeah. back towards the trail, and all of a sudden he just hit once or twice, and you hear it in the distance. And then it was just immediate, like, all right, everybody get down on the ground. You're going over here. We're yeah. like, we have 10 minutes. Right. You got to get moving now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, the urgency is always there, obviously, but the the drive. Yeah, the drive. It's like, dude, I'm, we got our hunt in Montana coming up, and it's like, what, month and a half? Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, you guys should have chills right you now. You have no That's idea. Yeah. Sweet. I honestly feel like in Montana, you should be able to crush some birds out there from what I hear. After <laughs> after our foray, <sighs> yeah. soiree, and uh, I just used two words, but Oklahoma. soiree. Yeah, we get you. We get you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I'll throw listen, it out there. First There's... off, Oklahoma's Rios. These are Merriams. They are different. different and the Merriams are a lot more traveling type birds mm-hmm. so they typically hit the ground and they go yeah. and they don't stop all day long mm-hmm. so it's going to be a little different because we're going to be putting miles on our boots and we're going to be cutting them off and trying to get them in close the only trouble we may face is if we run into 
the area we want to go and it's all burned out mm. because they had real bad wildfires in Montana last year. Yeah. And they had them in really good turkey country. Mm. I'm nervous as all hell. One, because we're traveling potentially 28 to 30 hours mm. to an unknown land. <laughs> oh, you're all right. You're all right. Don't yeah. worry about it. But, but sometimes like, Burned out areas are not all that bad. Like, no, I've heard they're better. Yeah, I've, I've hunted hunted turkeys. They, they will I've be turkeys better in burned areas in, in years to come. In yes. years to come, but, but it's like, I've hunted turkeys fresh, in like West Virginia. Like mm-hmm. when they burned out in a field, like early, early on. Like I'm, I'm guessing like early March by like mid-April when the greenery's starting to come up in that field. You know, and that yeah. is, it looks black, but then you can see those green shoots. Turkeys are hitting it. Yes, but in that case, and obviously I know where you're talking about. In that case, that was just controlled burns in certain areas right, where yeah, the regrowth happened. Not wildfire, yeah, where all the yeah. trees are burned. Right. So you have no roost trees. Right. You know, you have absolutely zero cover mm-hmm. whatsoever because right. it's just, it's a total different. They have to completely move yeah, to and, a different Yeah, and their area. soil's not quite as rich as what we have mm-hmm. either, so it's not like it's going to grow up as fast. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm nervous, obviously. Right. But I think we'll be fine. Like, we're going to have a blast. But oh, we sure. have so much land to work mm-hmm. with. Like, yeah. like Oklahoma was literally, oh, man. you hit these, like, you know, 10 mile by 10 mile parcels where, like, the road, like, everything's a square. Everything's, mm-hmm. everything's yeah. a square. You would just literally drive until you see trees, mm-hmm. binoculars. There's either turkeys or they're not. Yeah. And then you move on to the next thing. <laughs> like, wherever there's water, like a river cutting any, through, whatever. Any little water yeah. where there's trees. Yeah. Like, it was funny because the night before, we, we first went out there and we met with Matt Garris. We stayed at his house. The guy owns out on limb manufacturing. Total bro. So, we stayed with him and he brought God us to a couple of his places that first day. And it was just the worst weather in the world. It was freezing cold, spitting, like freezing rain, just terrible. We didn't get on a bird all day. Low 40s. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. we didn't get on a bird all day. Nothing. Well, we didn't hear a Thunderstorm yeah. the first morning. Yeah. It was actually, like, we were kind of worried about going out because we were like, wow, dude, it might, like, tornado yeah. down here. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> you're in Oklahoma, man. Yeah. yeah. Anything can happen. But we did, actually, we got on a gobbling bird first morning. Yeah, like, first did. moment in there. But that next day, we were like, dude, we got to do something. We hunted all day. And the only bird we ever heard gobble was that first one. I was on Onyx, and I literally pinned what I thought would be roost trees on this public land. That's a whole other story. Dude, that it was unreal. We had, dude, that video. I, listen, we had everything. You only shot you guys, you guys shot yeah. those birds, and then they went 45 minutes around, and those birds were still there. We belly Total crawled. time was yeah. an hour. Yeah, we belly crawled close to a quarter mile. I'm not even joking. <laughs> it was every bit of a quarter of a mile. We belly crawled. It was the dumbest thing ever, because... They got lost. It was I was <laughs> just terrible, so and, bad. I was gonna dude, kill you. I, it I wasn't was even my fault. <laughs> it wasn't your fault, but they it was can't, also. They can't your understand fault. directions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you and parked- I sent a pin to Jeff, and and apparently he just didn't look at it. <laughs> no, the problem was you said you were parking somewhere, but then you parked somewhere other than you were parking, and then whenever you called us to like give us the directions. Duh. You were assuming that we knew that you parked somewhere else. Here's what actually happened. <laughs> we're about they, to get the gloves out here. They it's like the, I don't the, need the gloves real for issue this. is they they came from a different direction okay. than I thought they were going to come from because they uh, they had crossed the river that I thought was uncrossable. He was telling us though. He's like, yeah, these rivers, you know, they might be like kind of whatever, but he goes, they're deep as shit. And it's the mud too, dude. Everything's so clay. So when you oh, get down so, there and you get yeah. that mud, so it's like in, it's ten just so feet slippery just yeah. across. But he's like. Uh-huh. 
Dude, it's like 20 feet deep. This is yeah. where we noodle for catfish. Yeah. We're like, eh, you know, whatever. Mm. So then, like, we went up. <laughs> he wasn't messing went up, around. We, like, rolled up on it, and I was, like, looking at it, and this bird's gone. I was like, Jeff, we got to get across this river. And he's like. Didn't you crawl across I, a, a log, like a down was, tree? It was sus. It was real sus. <laughs> hey, like, do what you got to do, right? Yeah. And then somehow you my younger you brother was do. with us, too. So, like, they split up at one point. Apparently, Joey they didn't had make some it across disagreement. The river. Yeah. yeah. That they went two different ways, and then, uh, then they meet back up somehow, miraculously. Like, they meet back up. Yeah. Both of them have and a he different the idea away. of where we're at. <laughs> and me- <laughs> Yeah, so then my brother has to cross the creek and meets up with them. And somehow, at the same time, well, first off, we almost got shot, apparently, because oh my, my brother God. almost thought my buddy's hat was a turkey somehow. That's incredible. And uh, so they crawl up Swing to us, and yeah, the, the bird is still there beating the shit out of our dead birds on the ground yeah. an That's hour later, a full hour later, and then I believe yeah, it. blasted them, and the celebration was from there, but that trip was unreal. It really was. Everybody was like saying, you only shot Jake, you only shot Jake. It's like, dude, I we only heard saw one person. Jake. Well, first we off, I hadn't heard one person say that. If I would, would have, I would have asked them if they would I've have drove 16 hours to hunt three no, days to not kill a bird. Yeah, that and, too. And, we only had three days four, to do it, man. Four hunts. Yeah. Four well, hunts. That's a whole other argument. And me and you had that conversation yeah. too. And you did that article on it, actually. Yes. Yeah. Same thing. It's like, yeah. dude, I hunted all year. Guess what? The last day I could hunt. Yeah. What do you think I'm going to do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a Rio Grande, first off. It's a bird that we've never You're even 20 seen. 20 hours away. Yeah. Not yeah. even that. I don't care yeah. if a legal half rack six point comes in. Yeah. If it's or legal. If a Jake with three inch beard comes in. Mm-hmm. If it gets your heart going and yep. that's the bird you decide to take, yep. be proud of it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. I, don't, I don't know if you guys watched that video yet. You you got to check it out after I don't think we saw it. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Dude, it. it really what is. What you yeah. can't see on camera is what our morning was, really, because. Dude, it was unreal. We got out of the car. There was nine birds gobbling in this tree. Nine. They're just hammering. They pitch down to the other side of the creek. Me and my buddy Sam sneak the whole way around. We get set up on these birds. There were three toms in that group, but they were 600 yards away. Like, you could just see them all the way out in this weed field. Well, the jakes had pitched down closer to us, and we I started calling, dude. Three jakes started coming in. They saw my decoy set up. I had a quarter strut decoy and a hen. Which, in the wheat field, you can see this much of them because the wheat grass is so high. Right. They start coming in. Well, all of a sudden, they get to 60 yards, and they just booger out. Yeah. Freak out, turn around, go back. And I'm like, shit, man. Forgot all my mouth calls that day, mind you. So, I ha- <laughs> I am scrambling through my vest to find mm-hmm. a call. I find some pot call just a slate, slate out of nowhere, right? <laughs> find a striker out of miracle. I find a striker because I've lost all of them. And I hit that thing a couple times, and they turned around. Well, they what they did is they doubled back, got three more jakes to come with them mm-hmm. and six birds came in gobbling their faces off at 50 yards dude my heart was thumping from me to you away it mm-hmm. was insane how yeah. exciting that was like yeah. six birds just have that that many birds that yeah. close and they're yeah. coming in every and i get you fired I'm up calling at this point they're just they're seeing my decoys and they're coming in every 10 steps they're just blah all of them together What's that dude we just Ooh. drove 20 hours well, that and shit's good, going yeah. down like yeah. you know what yeah. i mean like yeah. it doesn't it matter is. what it is it's going it's down what we came here Ooh. for yep boy was that fun man if that anybody was such a blast, dude. can do it i recommend doing it for me turkey hunting has captured my soul and you're welcome the, nice part, the night actually <laughs> what it wasn't you but you're you play a part Oh, oh, shots oh, broken. No, here. so I've, I've told the story. So I'm a fickle times. mistress now. 
I started... Your co-host is a fickle mistress. (laughs) (laughs) I started turkey hunting again. I shot a Jake when I was real young, probably 14 years old, and then stopped turkey hunting. Like, didn't do it at all. Didn't know how to call. Didn't know how to do it. The only time, the only person that did was my oldest brother. He slept in a lot. So every time we'd walk in, we'd bust birds off the roost because we were in late. So I just gave it up for a while. And then I got calls from Kyle, started to learn how to do it. And then I started hunting with my good buddy from college. And that's who I would contribute the bug to because we fought for three years together, never shot a damn bird. Just didn't. We hunted every opening day together. We'd hunt through the week, and we would just mobile all the time, just on the move, looking for them. Never shot a bird together. Then the one year I finally did, and then you come in after that. So that's what I'm saying. Like, not that you obviously didn't play a part in it, but... I was kind of the opposite, though. Like, everybody in my family was the deer hunters, and I was, like, the one, like, I guess too easy. Not too easy. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't, like... I wasn't, like, some, like, deer slayer, but, I think it's... Rifle, at least. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, that's yeah. the thing. Anyone could go out in the woods and sit there and shoot a buck that happens to run by them. Yeah. But you're not going to just go out in the woods and just happen well, to shoot like, a gobbler. No. It's just not going to happen. No. Like, my, my youngest brother, he's it's 25. Really he just went rifle hunting for the first time this last rifle season, so this last November. Yeah. And he shot a really nice A-point on the very first day yeah. at, like, 7.30. Yeah. And I said, you don't deserve that deer. Yeah. <laughs> Not because he's my little brother, and I'm talking shit, but I mean, a, a little bit, obviously, because of my little brother, but I'm like, in my head, I'm like, you didn't deserve that. Yeah. I'm glad, obviously, like, I'm, like, ecstatic. I was, like, so pumped up, he got it. Like, I called him, I was like, dude, let's fucking go, you know, but I'm like, you didn't deserve that. That's a prime, like, prime Sibeli example. <laughs> yeah, like. No, honestly, like, no, no offense whatsoever, honestly. Yeah. We spent. The first two days, he Sabelli at least got like a pretty good. No, I, yeah, taste I agree. Of he it. got a taste of it, but it only took him three days. I'm yeah. saving my smart ass remarks right <laughs> yeah. now. It took him it, three, it took three days said, to kill a bird. That was like said earlier was true. It's like yeah. they were like really pissed like those first two days from everything yeah. that happened. But me having that turkey fly over me like Khaleesi on a dragon, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> swooping over top of me. I was like, wow, this is the greatest thing ever. And, you know, and me and him were furious. Yeah, these two were pissed. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to do this forever. And yeah. it's, like, it's just different from you know, the perspective of whoever is doing it. We took it to heart. Like, we yeah. were mad. Oh, straight up. And, it, and it's like I told my brother, I was like, and it sounds very stereotypical, like, older brother, like, kind of whatever. Like, you didn't earn that. But, like, maybe not you didn't earn it, but you don't understand. Yeah. Like, you... Yeah, it's not earned. Yeah. 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 You don't understand like, the... I'm, yeah. I'm, like, so pumped that you got that. But, like, you know, you weren't 12 with our crazy dad getting judged in the middle of a cornfield because you just whiffed on a 80 pound doe you know what i mean like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. like you don't understand like that 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 whole struggle like i didn't kill my first buck till i was i mean i don't even remember how old i was i think i was, I was in my i was in my 20s i was 15 18. or 16 you know i was I, in my 20s when i and shot and it was my a half rack six point at moraine another story for a different day but anyway but like you know what i mean like and that goes back to like i wasn't mad at you obviously oh i know i wanted to be a part because i had spent I was so yeah, invested in the first three days mm-hmm. of trying so to get Sibelius' first bird. Dude, I, was I was so, so pumped, pumped me and you got there. one the first day. I was like, yeah. Joe, come up. I had birds gobbling nonstop from like 5.30 to 6.30. And I texted him. I was like, "I got, we're, we're good. We're good. Yeah. Well, and he shot one at like, what, 7.30, 8? Yeah. And, and that full circle, 
I've never gotten one on the first day. Yeah. I've never gotten one that early in the damn morning. And I was like, what do I do now? He, 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 he <laughs> was he was pumped up. Oh, I was in we real jacked. I, I, I was were like going nuts. In the I was pumped up for him. I was excited. But at the same time, I was like, what do we do? I haven't heard a bird in two hours now. I'm going to spend my entire season trying to get a bird. Like, don't get, I was extremely happy <laughs> yeah. for you. But then no sooner I sent a text to him, I saw three birds come running towards me. I dropped the first one that came in. And then I texted him. I was like, this was the one year that we didn't get two tags, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was the one year. Yeah. We always get two tags, and this was the one year we didn't. I was like, what, do, we do? what do you want to do? <laughs> yeah. And he and he told me about Sabelli. I think, did we do the squirrel hunt before the turkey hunt? I think we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So I would met, I obviously met you at Frankie's before, but then we did the squirrel hunt with him, and then... My first confirmed kill. Yeah. Oh, my God. Squirrel. Yeah. It, it was, Fox? yeah. Gray? Whose shotgun was it? It was a gray. Gray squirrel. First one was it. Fox, 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 yeah. Yeah. Whose shotgun was it? Foxy uh, lady. It was the wizards. It was the wizards, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact. <laughs> but then he, he texted me. So that was Saturday. He texted me and said, hey, Monday, we're going to take Sabelli out. Yeah. Come up. I was like, well, I'm off. So let's go. I'm going to come up. And we spent those first two days. Sunday, I scouted yeah. the shit out of everything I could scout. Yeah. Just got to get somebody out there. Yeah. Somebody else interested? You gotta light the fire, dude. That's, yeah, that's, that's the biggest thing. I am the youth. <laughs> you're the youth, but I am the adult hey. youth hunter. If you're ever blessed with children, I'm sure you're gonna pass that down. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're not sure about the we'll children part, but oh, we'll like, God damn it, I gotta call the door. That's a whole other story. Don't get me started. We gotta tell the dragging out and gutting story. Oh, yes. Are we gonna talk about Sabelli's deer? No. We weren't even there, and we I'm can tell a story this about Sabelli. This is uh, listen there's, to citizens out. There's really there's three of us that can tell a story about Sabelli's deer, and we Sabelli, weren't actually Sabelli's physically first there. Non-guided kill. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I feel like he for, should be over here in front. For the right. record, he uh-huh. made it in the intro. Finally, I don't know how he did. Maybe Sabelli a little upset floor, about that. He might be taken out after this. I don't know, but yeah, he's coming a long way. I'll give him that. I agree, but. Like we it all took said, me like three years, but you know this guy. I will say, but you had there thing. is very few people that are more than willing to go chase Willow around the woods. And anytime I text Sabelli, <laughs> he's in. Whether because he has what, nothing else yeah. to do. <laughs> Granted, he has nothing else. It's to really do. not fair because I want to do it in the worst way again. But whether that dog is ten yards or six hundred, he's right with me. <laughs> You're damn right. <laughs> You know why there's no hills you when you Pat squirrel hunt? On Maybe the back that's there. why. There is. I mean, no it's mountain hills. Oh, there is. Yeah? yeah. And he makes it? I don't not, know. Not willingly, but. <laughs> he would have been there for it's all about the how shot. long? What, two weeks ago? What? Three weeks ago. When we went coyote hunting. Was it three weeks ago? Oh, boy. That first hundred yards, boy. Was oh, almost, he told me all about it. Yeah. was leaving my body. That place sucks, by the way. I don't know why anybody goes out there. Yeah, yeah neither it do I. It sucks. Yeah, neither do I. Is that where we squirrel hunt? No, I don't even think we took... Uh, Unless you can squirrel hunt on a sheer cliff. The year the yeah. year we got the fat back one, Yeah. that first hill, like as soon as you cross that little crook and you go straight up, we took them straight up that. Yeah. Well, the we issue go. is, is when you look it's up... It's kind of brutal, but... When you see Geoff 100 yards up above you already, like one of those mountain goats... See, when Jeff, Jeff is a, a bad example just because he is not Super a real human. human. Yeah, he's not a human. Yeah. He's, really he's not, not actually human. Mm-hmm. I, if I can make it up it without being out of breath, then that means you are clearly out of shape. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to deny that. 
I don't, I don't know, man. Your pace compared to mine is just not even fair. Yeah, He's got that, the stride, though. That is true, though, because I find myself that I am in decent shape, mm. at least. And Boer was ahead of me. It just on, doesn't make on sense. The trail. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like Kyle. Like, he strapped that buck I got in West Virginia on my back. And I had, I had most of it on my back, except for, like, our one buddy had, like, maybe a hind quarter. And I was like, I I made pretty good time. I, for as out of shape as I am, mm-hmm. I made pretty good time getting out of there with that buck on my back. And he's like, well, you got those damn long mountain legs. That's why. And I was like, <laughs> no, I guess that's that's probably it. Yeah, nah, but brother, it did take you about, it did take you, it t- took him about 15 minutes to get off the ground once his pack was full. <laughs> God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I needed a winch. He needed like a, a <laughs> ATV to pull me Pulley up. system from it's the like, tree. Yeah. Like a squirrel. We, we got him up. A turtle on a shell. Yeah, it was. It was like we got yeah. him up there. So I mean, we kind of went on a tangent with like our little like shebang there. But what is your guys's kind of galvanizing hunting stories that you guys kind of have with your crew of dudes? Because I mean, you were oh, man. you were at that table. I mean, you guys had more people than we did. You had like what five six dudes chilling there. We got a really good like core group that uh, we started hunting with that. We all went down, like, we've been going to West Virginia for a few years now, and Kyle and I have been going down there for a couple of years. Is that, like, the main out-of-state place you guys yeah, go? Yeah, that's, like, it. Like, Kyle goes to Oregon and stuff like that by himself, but, like, for the group of guys to all be able to get together, we get on to West Virginia. Oh, yeah. And, like, the last couple of years, we've went down there, and Kyle usually shoots the biggest buck, and we all, like, you He's know. just jacking you off right now, bro. Yeah. That's all right. Well, like, I'm allowed. literally. Yeah. <laughs> so this he's year, not lying. <laughs> Last two years. Does he earn it though? Does he earn it? No, Did he no. suffer? Oh, no. I earn it. He sits there Trust and me. they Sounds come like running by. Come with us. But we got a really good group. Like Justin Aller, who's you know the other partner with me with Citizens Hunting Company, goes down there. Kyle and, and Justin, I, you know, he's pretty new. really dipping his toes right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he who talk about getting moldy, yeah. luckily, lucky his first Kyle, year. Kyle and I started taking Justin hunting two years ago. And so just, Justin, Justin's the other the other half of the citizens. Uh, the other half of citizens. Yeah. And the last before he started hunting with us, he hunted like when he was like fourteen years old, and then he quit. Yeah. And then um, so he came out. He he really wanted to get back into hunting, so he came out with us. And this was like a year after Kyle and I started hunting together again, and we told him come out and come hang out with us and hunt. You know. So he comes down, never turkey hunted before. Comes down to West Virginia turkey hunt public ground, and. I'm hunting on one side of the road. Justin's on the, on the other side of the road. He calls in. I taught him how to like use a pot call, just barely. I mean, he could just squeak on it, basically. He called in two long beards <laughs> on public ground. <laughs> and Not only Virginia. that, but he's like obnoxiously like standing up and moving because he yeah. filmed it. Yeah, he's filming you it. You can see him just. He's moving around. around. He's got the camera. He's just yeah, he's got his phone on his tripod. Perfect days. And they came up, and he blasts one at 15 yards, and he's like, no, no hooping or hollering or nothing. Yeah, he's like, all right. Just assumed that yeah. this is the way it goes. So he goes and gets that bird, picks it up, and he, it's his first ever gobbler. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, your first gobbler is at West Virginia public ground. <laughs> yeah. So then him and I, like a couple weeks later, are hunting Pennsylvania on our lease, and these turkeys are hung up. Over 150 yards down over the hill, there's a huge field in between us and where the turkeys are hung up. And there's two of them gobbling. And they've been hung up down there for 20 minutes. And I'm doing everything I can possibly do call-wise. And uh, we have our decoy spread out with a couple hens and Jake. And 
finally, those turkeys come up to the corner of the field, and I can just see their red heads popping up. And they start working their way up through this field slowly. They gobble a couple times, and then they just, they're just they just picking their way up to us. And I just shut up, and we're just watching them. And they come up to our decoy spread, and I was able to count with him. One, two, and shoot. And we got the whole thing on video. And Oh, you showed me that video. It's yeah, wild. Oh, man, it was fantastic. And, and uh, we both dropped long beards. We go running out there and grab our birds. And, and from that point on, I think he's hooked. But I don't think he realizes you killed two longbeards your first year ever turkey hunting. That's almost unheard of, you know, in yeah. turkey hunting. Two yeah. longbeards. Tanner. The kid just had a fantastic. <laughs> he did. First year. He did. So our, our buddy Tanner, who is the mm-hmm. other counterpart to the Northern Outcast and the creator in all reality. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, he's a more original member than I am, ironically yeah. enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his first ever experience turkey hunting. To be fair, his first ever was with me, and it was terrible. That was the the day we found out that everything I scouted the week before got logged out. Is that the same year? Yeah. Okay. Yes, you're right. Yeah, that was the same year. Yeah, that was two weeks prior. It was it was opening day. You guys were supposed to go up to camp, and he was going to hunt up there with Boer, and then they yeah, like real terrible. (laughs) Overnight, basically showed up, and the whole property was destroyed. Mm. So it was a horrible day for the begin with. It was really windy. I remember that opening yeah, day. It was super very windy. windy. Nothing was uh, talking. It's horrible. So his next time out, he kills a bird. I think it was the like, was it an evening bird. It was like Friday and then Saturday morning when yeah. I like, shot it another one. It was just back. big back to back hunts. He yeah. kills bird and then turns around, goes calls off, goes the next day, kills another bird. Yeah, yeah. dude, yeah. just. Beautiful long beards back yeah. to back. Well, like, even, dude, Justin, even Justin's first year deer hunting, he shot a spike, right? This is in West Virginia. In West where Virginia. He, he had a doe spikes. tag, and he thought he was shooting a doe. <laughs> <laughs> and he sh- ended up coming up on well, it. He had a buck tag, too. He had a buck tag, yeah. a buck tag too, but he got to spend it on spike. Yeah, he comes up but and goes, still, Fuck me. he didn't go home empty-handed yeah. his first yeah. year out there. Yeah, you know, and then he ecstatic. comes home to Pennsylvania and shoots a buck. Right. First day. Now, this year he went out, and he got skunked in West Virginia. As did I, but I think next year would be saying a lot yeah. as to how ambitious mm-hmm. he is. And yeah, like the second day of West Virginia, he decided to, to soak in the tub for a while because his back was hurting. Right, right. So right. like that kind of yeah. thing. <laughs> like you, you can't. That's what you get burned. You early that. success. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, so that's where it speaks. Like, how bad do you want it? You yeah, know, how bad do you want it? That's my kind Have of guy. Have you suffered enough? That's like, and I hate. Repeating anything even similar to what Steve Rinella says on Meat Eater, but listen, whatever don't you won't. bash Steve Rinella. Steve um, Rinella is right, not, but, but he's going to repeat him. Eater. I'm not going to repeat I'm him. I'm not going to bash that, him. No, that listen, man has done more for he hunting fucking had than a, a lot of people. Where he encouraged shooting dogs, and I will never respect him after that. Listen, if really? I what do you mean that, yeah. shooting dogs? He said, if a dog interrupts your hunt or is seen, obviously there's different laws from state to state. Yeah, yeah. In Pennsylvania, it is illegal to shoot a dog unless it is actively attacking livestock Correct. or an animal. Mm-hmm. He popped, didn't directly say it, but imposed the idea that those should be eliminated. Oh, okay. And I will never respect him after well, that. Well, in yeah. that case, I retract my statement. Yeah, fully. so Steve well, Rinella, he, might, he might retract his statement, too. That's yeah, just, Steve Rinella has done a lot of I good, like but he's not has, done but, the best good, uh, if that makes any sense. He's not done the best good. As I'm sitting here from my soapbox, but he's done a lot. He no, has, I, I will say in a, that. In a positive way, he, but yeah. he took 
Giannis Patelis, his other dude, who's who's not as openly as affiliated with him anymore these days from what I've seen on social he media. He does a lot of solo stuff. Yeah, That's but he, he took his dad with him moose hunting in Canada. So it was either Canada or Alaska. I can't remember where it was. But they shot this moose in the first day, and he's like, I don't feel like I've suffered. I haven't suffered enough. Yeah. And that kind of hits me a little bit. Like, you know, like I if I feel like I, like, cheated, you know, like the the first day I got that turkey, I was like, Wow, this is kind of like crazy, you know. Like, I think, I think as a hunter, you kind of graduate. Yeah, for me, you know, speaking for myself, you know, I I grew up hunting whitetails and pretty much just grew up hunting solo. Yeah, I've been a solo hunter until I met Seth about four or five years ago, and that's just the way I did it. You know, I wanted to be alone. I figured that was my best chance at seeing game was by myself, less movement. I got somebody with me. That's more movement. Yeah, it's less chance of me. Exactly. Yeah. You're not wrong, too, in the fact that I like being my, by myself for the fact that it's yeah. just my time to be doing yeah. what I need to do. Right. It's, I just like it's, it's, yeah. it's your same thing. It's yeah. the way to get away. You yeah. know, and I kind of think sometimes, you know, what, what keeps me going out in the woods? In a way, it's meditative, you know, because when you're not hunting, you know, work all day long. Mm. Yeah. You're getting in your head. Yep. But when you're out there, even if you're just in a tree stand, you know, you're concentrating. If there's no deer in front of you, you're looking for a movement. You're looking for a deer in front of you. You're not thinking about work. You're thinking about trying to find a deer. Is a deer going to come by? When is a deer going to come by? Yep. Is it rain? It's raining now. It's super windy. There's no deer. It's gonna, you're still thinking about deer. So you're, your mind is occupied and your mind's not thinking about work. And we live in a super busy world. Mm-hmm. Where all of our minds need a break. And that's what keeps me going out there. It's like my mind, when I'm out there, focused on the task at hand, I'm not thinking about work. So it's meditative for me. But eventually, you're going to need to broaden your horizon, you know, for lack of better terms. Got so good at hunting deer, it got monogamous. Hey, is it boring? It's just boring. So I started thinking about, you know, this is the only interest I, I know about. How can we expand on this knowledge? When you're a hunter, there's all kinds of different avenues you can go by. You'd be a dog runner, houndsman. You'd be a turkey caller. You'd be a gearhead. You know, the hunting gear is, uh, that's kind of what I consider myself, more of a gearhead. But I also like to adventure. I'm all about what's seen over, what's over that next hill. You never know. You know, is what I'm looking for going to be over that next hill? Or am I going to get over the next hill? See nothing and have to go over the next, the next yep. hill, you know? Well, it's a very figurative and literal thing, but too. am I willing to go that to that next hill? Oh, yeah. And hunting, for me, it's it's meditative. It's perseverance. It's a task at hand. There's a reward, yes. you know? Should you choose to seek it, there is a reward. That's right. Yes. And if you're willing to keep going. Yes. You know, if I have advice for anybody starting out, it's going to be like, just just get out there. Who cares if you don't know what you're doing? You got to get out there. I, I told him that. That's how you, you got to get out I said, there, I, man. Even turkey hunting, I said, I don't care how bad of a caller you are. Mm-hmm. It's more often where you set up. You can call it. I can squeak to a turkey. That's right. Eventually, one might walk in front of me if I'm out there every single day. Yeah. Set up. Set up. Eighty percent of it, in my opinion, that's honestly, right. it really is where you're sitting at. You sit on a tree that's half the diameter of your body. You're probably not going to get that bird, mm-hmm. which you know? I did in Virginia. <laughs> yeah, and you know some, and you know what though? Sometimes you, you turn around, you get one to go, and you go, "Shit!" <laughs> that's right. Yeah. You know, and that what I was thinking too. about too is like, all right, you know, I'm out here. 
say say you're archery hunting, you're in a tree stand. You know, everybody loves to bitch about squirrels and how squirrels ruin hunts. Well, are you hearing a squirrel or are you listening? Yes. Are you listening? Because no squirrel fools me. I don't get it. If you listen, you can tell the difference. I don't get it. Yeah. I know that's a damn squirrel. Yeah. I've heard thousands of them. A deer is crash. Crash. Well, the thing is, a squirrel. Yeah. Yeah. You'll you'll think you're hearing (laughs) deers until you finally hear a deer, and you go, "Oh!" And I do it every year. Mm -hmm. The first time I finally like see a doe coming in after I've seen, uh, you know, heard twenty odd squirrels or some crazy shit. Yeah. Till that one deer comes in, and then you're a lot like a squirrel, and then you don't turn your head, and then you almost like you're like, I'm not gonna go look at that squirrel, then I'm gonna, then then you're like, I'm gonna. Next thing you know, there's like a six point just staring at you Uh up in the trees. I'll tell you right now. If you're out there, are you hearing things or are you listening to things? Yes. Are you seeing things or are you taking note of the things you're seeing? You just got really deep on us, dude. Dude, I didn't know if if Gandhi had written everything he (laughs) just started to say. Hot note, you know. You gotta enjoy. We it. are in an hour. You do. You gotta you do. enjoy it. You gotta. You not. You, you can't be out there just. There's to no point going if you're not harvest. enjoying. Yes. You gotta well, be I mean, out there to learn. You're obviously gonna get frustrated. You're going to yeah. get mad. Yes. But it is all a learning experience. You're gonna you. fail. Yes. Yeah. Failing's the best way to learn. Unless you're exactly. Right. You just get everything handed straight up. <laughs> Every yeah. year I fail. I'm I'm <laughs> avid hunter. <laughs> yeah. This year this I missed. Kid. I missed a giant black bear. Clean miss. I missed a, uh, not giant, but I missed a nice Big enough that you're nice thinking about it right now. In the Allegheny, public land, Allegheny National Forest buck, I missed. You know, and I pretty much ended my season after that second miss. But you better be damn sure I'm going out there next year. Hell yeah. And I'm fired up for turkey season, which is about starting in, you know, a couple months here. But gets to the point with everybody, you know, this is our hobby, this is our interest, what keeps us oh yeah, active, what keeps us healthy. But I think, you know, when you're an outdoor industry and you're a hunter, this is, it's, it's something that you can always learn from. You, you, anytime you go out, you should be learning. You should be listening. You should be taking notes with your eyes. If you don't learn something from each hunt, it's an unsuccessful hunt. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just like you, you should, I, I guarantee you pick up on your dog's tail movements your dog's ear movements yeah and you didn't pick up on that stuff right away oh it takes a long time but you're picking up on it now because you're educating yourself every time you're going out and you're learning about nature and you have a goal you know what you need to focus on for that goal you know if harvesting a squirrel or just treating a squirrel is your goal you're going to get better at that yeah that's that's your purpose fun fact for the longest time i didn't know what a gobbler drumming sounded like I thought it was a hen putting or purring. <laughs> mm-hmm. that, honestly, for the longest time, I, I love hearing dude stories night. about the first time they realized. I've turkey, I've turkey hunted <laughs> for twenty. Who can do, who can, you can do a good drum. Yeah, do it. Do it in the mic. I mean, I don't know. If we'll we catch you. Like oh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like it's one of spit, it like a. It's, it's a spit. spit I've, heard of, I've yeah. heard of a spit more yeah, than I've the, heard of yeah. drum. The spit you hear, I, I honestly think it's my hearing loss that doesn't let me hear the drumming all the time. Yeah. But until the day you killed yours, 
the one you killed in the day before when I went out and scouted and I had those birds right yeah. in front of me 10 yards and I finally heard well, that's it. That's how it was. First yeah. I learned. Mm-hmm. I get clicked in my head. I you like, didn't hear that. That was the first bird. You no. I heard that your second bird. I heard it in bird, eight years. I was like, that's your what it sounds bird? like. Yeah. yeah. You mm-hmm. heard that. It, yeah. and, and the weird part is, even after that bird, mm-hmm. I'd never heard it since. It was just those birds in the mountains. There was something about it. There was something in the air where I could literally feel it yeah. in my chest when they were drumming right in front of me. I could, yeah. I, when I finally heard, I was like, Oh my God, I that finally heard it. Does I could have swore. I didn't, yeah. I couldn't hear it. Yeah. Like I could have swore because people say it on TV all the time. Like listen to drum. You can't hear it on TV. Mm-hmm. No matter. I don't care what yeah. you, you just can't, you can't capture no. it. Can't. And then I you finally feel did it, it in and your then chest all of a sudden, almost like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you hear like, you know, like a ghetto blaster going down the road and then like that, like inner ear, like shake mm-hmm. that happens. Right. It's kind of like that. It's, you know, it's weird, weird because then his bird comes down, pitches down 200 yards away and I hear it drumming at 200 yards. I'm like, mm-hmm. holy shit. Now I'm going to hear it every time. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. and then it went away nope. forever again, I think, yeah. because I didn't hear it on the next <laughs> It'll come birds. back. Yeah. <laughs> It'll come back. It was crazy, man. And we then had- you take that, you take experiences like that. But then I recently started elk hunting, and then you have mm. like an elk bugle twenty yards away from you. That's what I hear. It feels oh like the world's shattering. Oh my god! Around <laughs> yeah. 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 Let's you go off the rails yeah. right yeah. then and there. I had a gobbler this past year for the youth day when I had my nephew out. I was on this like logging road. It's kind of like a washed out logging road yeah. where I was like lit. I was like tucked up against this logging road. I'm calling because the road kind of bends down here, and I'm like trying to call it around this bend where he's at over here. Yeah. The gobbler went up around us and came down to where I could feel him looking down yeah. at me <laughs> at like five yards. Uh, he, I could hear him walking down and I could hear, and I'm like, oh shit, he's right behind my head. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, he, and then he looks down over at me off this off this little ledge and he's like looking at me. I'm curled up in a ball down here. I was like, he had my call in my mouth and I could just hear and then he starts yeah, goodbye. walking away. Goodbye. Yeah. But then he walked away, and then he started strutting again over there. Yeah. Who, who are the ones that survived the death putt, though, huh? Huh? Because I got weird. Huh? Because I wasn't afraid to cowabunga. <laughs> hey, sometimes you got to get I, off the wow. chains, man. Uh, the, the best way, I, I mean, I described it to him, is literally when those birds get in finally. Like, if you call one in, and that bird is in, like, that area, like, hey, I should be seeing something right now. The eye of Saron, they go sideways, and that eye just starts scanning. Mm-hmm. And if it locks onto you, forget it, bro. Peace That's out. it. Yeah. Good night. Yeah. Yeah. This is the weirdest thing. I'm like laying there, like huddled up in a ball. Everybody knows and that And I can noise. feel this turkey looking at me at like five yards behind me. I wish I could have got that on video at a distance yeah. because that turkey would have been like right here looking just down at judging me. judging you. And I'm just laying Pathetic. there. And I just hear... <laughs> Yep. Yeah, and for leaving. those of you who yep. don't know, Seth is about six foot five. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah, there yeah, in that wizard range. He's wizard size. Yeah. yeah he's... I can't curl up in a ball very well. <laughs> he can't hide too easily. Yeah. He's gotta yeah, be he, good that at the call. saw me and, and decided that's not right. It's the death putt, dude. <laughs> Curls yeah. up. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> knows you say death putt in Western PA, they know what you mean, dude. Yeah. It's the same. Yeah. It's the well, worst well, noise in the world. Oh, it's the worst. It really is. It's demoralizing. Yeah. It's demoralizing. Because you know, you could be doing everything right if you don't have your eyes tucked down low enough and they catch too much white in your left eye. Yeah. Guess what? Mm-hmm. Death putt. See ya. Yeah. Like me, it was just like they had to have just seen my back and they just knew that lump wasn't supposed to be yeah. there. And they were just <laughs> they like, know. And I was like, oh. Yeah. I, I literally didn't move because I could hear the footsteps. I mean, coming. they literally have the eyes of a freaking, you know, predatory bird. Yeah. yeah well, or better. 
we kind of like, I mean, right good now. segues, good segues, but do you guys have anything to kind of add here just to wrap it all up? Hey, have oh, us man. back. You know, we got a lot of stories. Yeah. I think this These is going to be a be, really uh, good like, out some more relationship. Apparel. I think it's going to be a good relationship. I want to do some hunting together. We're going to mm-hmm. have a lot oh, more yeah. stories Let's do some soon. content together. and. Oh, yeah. Hit me up for West Virginia, man. I'll be down there. Yeah, yeah we hunt the same exact place. Yeah. So. <laughs> might as well hunt Let's together. Go. Might, might as, as well hunt together, together. yeah. Maybe Although we might be venturing spots. a little yeah. further south this year. We'll see. Don't oh, yeah. say that. I'm in Roeville. Insert anybody ever asked. We were in Monroeville. An hour and 12 in, I'll be honest. If I'm still listening to this point, the editing... God bless me. Yeah, we can get it under if, an hour. If someone else is still listening at this point, they should too. be If any listeners like, yeah. are going this long. Yeah, go, go <laughs> to watch Godspeed. <laughs> they love it. Chaz. Right, well, let's get, let's get out of here, guys. Chaz. Yeah, buddy. It's been fun. Dude, the outcast is back, my dude. It's back. I'm happy for it. Now I don't have to say I have a podcast, right? I can we, say we. We. Yeah. We, we, PP. I got you, bro. <laughs> See you in hell. Yep. <laughs> Northern Outcast, thank you.